When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. State Farm and DJ Dramos from Life as a Gringo know that getting your money right brings freedom, empowerment, and future success. The mindset work that it takes to retrain your brain to believe that you are someone who can obtain anything you want financially and hit all of those financial goals and that the only thing holding you back is is yourself. I love how she talks about like just demanding how much you believe you're worth, how much you want to make and how you have to make that declaration. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. These are challenging times, but you don't have to navigate them alone. Welcome to How Can I Help? I'm Dr. Gail Saltz. I'm a clinical associate professor of psychiatry at the New York Presbyterian Hospital, a psychoanalyst and best-selling author. And I'm here every week to answer your most pressing questions, hopefully with understanding, insight, and advice. Grief and its effects can last anywhere from a few months to forever, and typically somewhere in between. Many contributing factors can determine how you'll do when it comes to grieving the loss of your spouse. Some of those things can include the type of relationship that you had with them, how close you were, whether, for example, they were the center of your universe, or if you led a relatively independent life with different interests and different friendships. So today, I'm answering a question from a listener who has lost her father, but who is especially worried about her mother's grief. Many widowed spouses want to know, how long does grief last after the death of a person? And unfortunately, there isn't any formula to pinpoint when your grief ends. What you can expect is that your emotional well-being will take a toll in the immediate weeks and months following their death. And as you learn to cope with their absence and all of the other changes taking place as a result of their death, 
when you learn of your spouse's death, you may have already been expecting them to die due to a long illness or a disease. But sometimes the news can come unexpectedly, and it's shocking to learn that they've died. Either one of these scenarios can contribute to a period of deep sorrow and mourning that can last for several months. Most people will begin to experience a lifting of their pain and sorrow somewhere around the one-year mark. But others may not see a change in their level of mourning for a few years after their spouse has died. Grief can last a few months, and you can expect it to create an up and down, a roller coaster of emotions where you might go back and forth in sorrow and despair and then feeling somewhat better. The stages of grief for a surviving spouse are similar for all stages of grief that were originally described by Dr. Kubler-Ross. They can fluctuate from person to person, depending on the person's personality and ability to cope with loss, among other things. But the five stages of grief, as described by Kubler-Ross, are known as first denial. So after first hearing the news of your spouse's death, one of the first stages is shock and disbelief. This can happen even when you are expecting your spouse to die because of an illness or disease. And it can take weeks for you to really grasp the fact that your husband or wife has died. In about a month or two months, you may begin to shift from shock and disbelief to the next phase, which is often anger. Although the stages of grieving tend to be nonlinear and can happen in any order and at any time and even go back and forth, mostly denial gives way to anger. You find yourself angry at the world, the doctors, the medical staff, maybe even yourself, or maybe even the spouse you've lost for not doing more to prevent their death. You might start blaming yourself for not keeping your spouse from dying, and you may find yourself angry at your spouse for having died. At some point, anger dissipates and gives way to the stage of bargaining making imaginary deals and bargains on things that you know aren't possible is often part of grieving. Sometimes it can be hard to accept that your loved one has died and accept that their death is real or final. You might find yourself asking a higher power to bring your spouse back to you and you make promises in exchange for that. You'll be a better person. You'll be a better spouse. You'll be more devoted. But of course, no amount of bargaining can bring your spouse back to life. When you're grieving, rational thinking often temporarily leaves you. And you can come to believe that if you push and believe hard enough for things to be different, that somehow you can bring them back. This is actually a type of delusional thinking. And so it doesn't stay with you. It's a part of the grief that does tend to make way for the reality of the finality of their death. 
It can take you weeks to realize that your spouse, in fact, is not coming back. But eventually, when you do accept it, you might move on to depression. Falling into depression after a spouse's death can be one of the longest stages of grief. It can take you weeks or months to realize that your sorrow has turned into a profound and chronic sadness that's not lifting. Grief-related sadness can come and go. One moment you feel like you don't have the will to live without your spouse, but in another moment you might feel that something actually is coming along and cheering you up for a period of time. And feeling this way is a normal part of the grieving process, and it is not a reason to be concerned. When you find that your sorrow is constant and doesn't ease up, then it is important to talk to people about what's happening, about what you're feeling, so that others can also help keep an eye on you. Sometimes there is a fine line between sadness and depression that can last for years after a spouse dies. But most people do move on to acceptance, the final stage. It doesn't mean that once you accept that your spouse has died, that your grief ends. You can still feel sad, maybe even depressed sometimes, and even angry after you've accepted that things are the way they are. But this stage of acceptance is often the stage for the rest of your life. There is no timeline for grieving, though each of the stages that I mentioned can come for weeks, they can come for years. They can, as I said, go back and forth. You can experience some of them all together, or you might experience or not have one of them at all. Prepare yourself for whatever your experience might be by understanding that it is temporary, whatever you are feeling, because eventually most everyone does start to feel better, even though some of the sadness can linger for years. There are other forms of grief, prolonged grief, which can last longer. Standard grief lasts usually, as I said, up to about a year. It is typical grief with no unusual complications happening. Things such as your relationship to the deceased person, your past experiences, and unresolved traumas, however, can cause your grief to extend far beyond this initial period of a year, and we call that prolonged grief. If that happens, it can be important to talk to someone about what is going on and why, in fact, you have unresolved issues that might be prolonging your grief. And then there is complicated grief. When grief is both prolonged and left untreated, it can turn into complicated grief. It means that things aren't so cut and dry or simple to work through. It can include, for example, past physical, emotional, or psychological abuse that has not healed for you before the person that was responsible for it died. Not being able to confront or otherwise get closure to this type of trauma can complicate how you grieve and how long your grief lasts. 
there is hope for healing, despite the profound sense of sorrow and despair that you might feel. And talking, again, to a therapist or other mental health professional can help you recognize what this complicated grief is about and help you heal. In talking about the stages and the different types of grief, one thing to keep in mind is that people oscillate up and down with different frequencies and different intensities until we ultimately reach a level of emotional adjustment. And that can vary from person to person. So with that, right after the break, we'll get to my listener's question. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't get distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and Bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings. Welcome back. Let's get to my listener's question and see, how can I help? Dear Dr. Saltz, I am writing you about my mom and her profound grief that she is continuing to experience from the loss of my dad, her husband, of 68 years. About three months ago, we lost my dad. His death was extremely sudden and without warning. My mom is struggling each and every day, trying to deal with him no longer being with her. She is heartbroken, as their love was so deep and connected. They did just about everything together. She is grieving deeply and needs help on how to move on with her life 
as she tries to heal. With each day, there seems to be no improvement. She cries all the time as she misses him every minute of every day. She just wants him back. She knows that this is not possible, but does not know how to deal with the loss. He was the love of her life, and life makes no sense to her without him by her side. We understand you have a private practice on the East Coast and so wish you were here in Hawaii. But since you cannot be here, we would so appreciate your advice as to what type of personal therapist or help she should look for. Also, any advice whatsoever that you personally can offer to her, that would be of help. Finally, any advice for me to not only help my mom as her daughter, but also help me as my dad's daughter. We are both just so overwhelmed. I am so very sorry for both you and your mother's loss. I think it is important to understand that three months is actually not that much time in the grieving process. And so, in many ways, it is really understandable that your mother is still at such a loss, so deeply aggrieved, and that you would be too. Both of you are really, in many ways, still early in the stages of grief. A sudden and unexpected loss is in some ways more difficult than an expected one, in that neither of you, your mom nor you, had gotten to do any pre-grieving for the loss, any knowledge that this was coming, and already thinking about letting him go, that was about to come. Which means often there is a period of shock, one where one has difficulty even acknowledging that the loss has happened, and that can, in a way, delay the beginning of grieving even more so. Couples like your parents, where their marriage was really good and the love was deep and sustained, do suffer often more the loss of the other. In fact, they think of themselves as really only half of a team. And without their teammate for life, they can feel lost, bereft, anguishingly lonely. In this sense, your mother's reaction is not abnormal nor unusual for the kind of relationship she enjoyed for many decades. Her task ahead is to both mourn the loss of her partner and also, and difficultly, to find a way to think of herself as a whole on her own. In other words, she is grieving the loss of her husband as well as her role as his wife. Unfortunately, this does take time. And in the time that it requires processing, and in a way, a lot of psychological work. It's hard to do that work while you are depressed and distraught. There are ways to get help. And in this instance, I would recommend them. One is, as you suggest, seeing a therapist. While grief is not really a psychiatric illness, it can look a lot like one with all the signs and symptoms of clinical depression. I would recommend finding a psychologist 
who specifically says that they treat grief and loss. Because, frankly, not everybody does. Someone skilled in psychotherapy, either the psychodynamic type, or, also okay and appropriate, the cognitive behavioral model, but who is specifically experienced in treating loss. Another suggestion is your mom going to a support group for bereaved widows. These are often led by a professional, but have other women in them who are also having a hard time dealing with the loss of their partner. Because being with, talking to, and listening to other women in the same situation can be of special benefit to your mom because feeling really understood can help her to feel less isolated and lonely. It's hard to keep telling people around you that you are unbearably sad, especially your daughter who is also sad, but even more so telling friends. Saying so to others who feel the same way, however, is much more doable and one can feel supported by them as well. Last but not least, if your mom is having trouble eating, sleeping, having any times of day that she is not weepy, morose, hopeless, helpless, thinking about her own death, then even though this is due to grief, taking an antidepressant can help lift the darkest part of what has become depression even though the trigger is grief. She will still be very sad, but it can help lift the very bottom of her mood. By lifting the bottom, you allow her to engage more cognitively with the thought process of grief and do the psychological work that she needs to to be able to accept this loss and eventually feel less sad on her own. She will always have some sadness in this huge loss, but she can also find some other joys in life, allowing her to continue on in a way that makes her life more fulfilling again. Now to you. You have also had a big loss. The loss of a parent is huge and takes time to grieve as well and to process. You cannot be the sole caregiver for your mom as you try to manage your own loss, which is why it is important to help her find professionals and make initial appointments. But then also allow yourself to step back and take part in the other parts of your life. If you are struggling, it may also help you to find a therapist to talk this through with. Make sure you also Get enough sleep. Talk with your friends and other family members. Engage in things that you have enjoyed doing. And it often helps to exercise regularly. Remembering and celebrating the positive memories you have had with your dad and being able to talk about those with your mom will likely help both of you. I hope that was helpful. Men and women share many of the same feelings when a spouse dies. Both may deal with the pain of loss, and both may worry about the future. But there can be differences. 
because many married couples do divide up their household tasks. One person may pay bills and handle car repairs. The other might do more of the cooking of meals and other sorts of jobs in the house. Splitting up jobs can work well until there is only one person who has to do it all. So part of the difficulty in grieving is actually managing new tasks, from chores to household repairs to finances. Give yourself the time to do this, but you will have to do it. And being alone can also raise other concerns, like about safety. So setting up a safe environment at home with your locks on doors and windows And you can ask family and friends to help you set this up and make sure that you do feel safe. In many ways, for people who have long-term been married, a life without a husband or wife can feel scary. And for people who have never lived alone, it can feel even scarier. You can talk with your doctor about how you're feeling, about how you can contain and manage these scary feelings. It can be upsetting to be alone. People find that it helps to do things every day when they're dealing with this kind of fear. So that might be talking with a friend, going out to volunteer, trying a new exercise class, joining a bowling league, babysitting your grandchildren, even adopting a pet to keep you company. These sorts of things, talking with people, even online, can help you feel more connected and less afraid. Then, do the important things that everybody should do, even if they're not older. Make sure that you have your advanced care planning set. You have your will set. Look into powers of attorney should you become incapacitated. Taking care of these things before you're sick or you're even thinking about death is the right time to take care of and do these things so that you know you have taken care of important obligations. When you're ready, that's when you go through your husband's or wife's clothes or personal items. It can be very hard to give these things away. And I would suggest that you say to yourself, you don't have to do everything at once. You can say, I can handle this much and do this much, but not the rest for now. Maybe you make different piles, one to keep, one to give away, and one to, I'm not sure yet. And you can ask your children to help you with this and to think about setting aside something special, a special watch or piece of jewelry or a favorite book or a picture that people might in the family want to keep as reminders of this beloved person who has passed. Making a social life on your own can be tough after losing your spouse. It's hard to think about going to parties or social events that you always went to together and now going on your own and coming home alone. You might be nervous about this because it's different. It's new. And so it is important not to retreat, not to not do these things, but to one at a time, pluck them off and push yourself to go do it and see that you can 
and that it actually is manageable. Go at a comfortable pace. Don't rush yourself. Make the first move. Plan something that you want to do. And do accept invitations from friends to a dinner, to an outing, to a picnic. And then find an activity you like and think is fun and ask a person to join you. This is how you build more meaningful relationships with friends and other family members that will help fill up life and make it more comfortable for you after you've lost someone. Do you have a problem I can help with? If so, email me at howcanihelp at senecawomen.com. All centers remain anonymous. And listen every Friday to How Can I Help? With me, Dr. Gail Saltz. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. During the Right Rug Flooring Hello Summer Sale, you'll find savings throughout the store, all backed by the right price guarantee, including carpet with a lifetime stain warranty, only $159 installed with pad. That's right, $159 includes expert installation as soon as tomorrow. Visit rightrug.com, R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com to find a showroom near you or schedule a free in-home shopping appointment. Say hello to summer and save. Right Rug Flooring, right here, right now.